everyone. Welcome to today's podcast, The Faith Experience. I'm Erica Lee. And I'm Rochelle. And we are so excited. Um, Rochelle, how was your week, girl? It was really, really good. We had a wonderful Thanksgiving and ate some really good food. What about you? It was really good. I got turkey wasted and I loved it. all right so i'm excited i'm always excited to do a brand new podcast um and one of the things i wanted to talk about i know we're going to do a lot of chatting today is um communication when it comes to dealing with family um Mm -hmm. how do we communicate with family when we are dealing with offense family members that may have hurt us Uh, wronged us and how does faith come into play when communicating in those situations what are your thoughts on that okay all right that that's a that's a lot that's a lot to think about um so I would say with our podcast this series in general is um faith in a flawed world yeah and so looking at it from the perspective of In this world, there are evils that we deal with that, you know, we we can't help. They're just there. It's a constant. And so because of that, it flaws our relationships. It flaws our communication. And um, so there's a lot of things there that that are, are just present, but we just can't help. So we can look at that in so many different ways, you know, how does it affect our communication that we currently have with family members? Um, How is it that we're doing certain things that we don't realize we're doing? Uh And, you know, and then how does that continue to prevent us from having those um, Christ centered relationships that we long to have? Right. What are your thoughts on um, how did in what areas, I guess I would say, do you feel like relationships are most affected because of the flawed world that we live in? Well, personally, when it pertaining to family, I know in the past and sometimes I still struggle with um, I tend to take offense from family members harder than strangers. Mm, yeah. And um, communication can a lot of times be disrupted. Yeah. Walls are built um, or pretty much is just shut down. And so uh, when dealing with those types of relationships, and, and don't get me wrong, I have gotten better as I have grown in Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I have really improved, <laughs> I must add. <laughs> but, you know, um, I can speak to like a lot of times, you know, like say a family member may say something and I am so quick to respond in a negative way versus a stranger that I'm just meeting and they may say something that's offensive and it doesn't bother me. Right. So in other words, strangers get more allowances than family members. Um, right. Yeah. And I, I get that. I I do the same thing. I think maybe the majority of us probably do that. Yes. And so what would be your approach to that when, when dealing with on how to communicate with those offenses? Yeah, so I like to, I'm the type of person, I like to break things down and kind of get to the bare bones of it because I Mm -hmm. feel like 
you know, there's a thousand ways to skin a cat. I know that's an old saying, but people call me country because I have all these old sayings. But um, so, but I like to get to the bare bones of it because even though there may be a lot of different ways to attack it, how do you even figure out the first way that you could possibly attack it if you don't understand exactly what's going on? Right. Um, so the way that I look at this, um, because this is a subject that's very near and dear to my heart, um, um, even so much to the point that I have a new devotional that I just released on version Bible app called Ungodly Family Times. Nice. Um, yeah. And so, so this is, like I said, very near and dear to my heart. But when I look at the basis of it, what I see is, you know how the enemy takes anything good and makes it bad. Right. So yes. that, that literally could be anything. So that's our relationship. That's how we view ourselves. Um, just how our defense mechanisms that we have, that we've built up from people hurting us over time. And so we take those coping skills and defense mechanisms that are unhealthy because of the enemy, because of what people have thrown at us and hurt us with. And then we tend to think that that's how we're supposed to function in order to protect ourselves. Uh And, And what happens is when we do take that into a healthy relationship or let's say a new relationship or even something where, you know, a parent child relationship where you're trying to do better with your children, maybe than your parents did with you we still have those unhealthy coping skills and defense mechanisms that we're bringing into these new relationships. So it almost kind of perpetuates the dysfunction. Yes. Um, So I think to simplify that, if you just look at it's the enemy that's causing these problems and these disruptions, then how do we attack the enemy with the Holy Spirit? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so my way of looking at it is, I know I'm not perfect. I know I need Jesus. I know that I'm flawed. I know that my defense mechanisms are, are, you know, unhealthy and flawed. But if my heart is for God and I truly want to, you know, use those fruits of the spirit, you know, um, love, happiness, kindness, joy. How do I do that if I'm not infusing what I've learned from the Bible into the decisions that I'm making in these, you know, in the way that I'm representing myself in these new relationships that I'm trying to build or cultivate or change. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's just kind of, like I said, that's how I look at it. I have to start with what are the basics of it? So the basics of it is we're flawed, you know, how do we use concepts from the Bible to help change that? Um, You could even say this goes into generational curses. You know, if we're not opening our eyes, to what we're doing because of something we've learned we just don't know better and the enemy has destroyed it how do we fix that how do we build it back up yes you know i immediately what came to my spirit was you know how it says um um hate the sin don't hate the man yes, right? yes. that phrase uh and it's it comes to from what i'm hearing you speak is to pretty much how to identify the source of what where those offenses come from and when we recognize that it's not the actual person you know just like when Christ was on the cross and he says uh you know father forgive them for they know not what they do yeah a lot of times when offense occur don't get me wrong some people know they offended you (laughs) (laughs) that's true right that's true in in the past in certain uh situations where it was family they were just being themselves yeah and 
they probably were not aware that there was a fence that occur towards mm-hmm. that yes. I felt in my heart, you know? And so while they are, are walking around our happy la di dee da I'm mm-hmm. sitting here in the corner offended, you know, all by myself. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, no, and so- <laughs> I was just going to say that just speaks to how that's why we know we need Jesus. We know we yes. need the Holy Spirit because there's so much that we do that we're not even aware of. Right. Know? Exactly. Yes. And so um, dealing with that, right, is the, I think that's where communication truly uh, comes into play. Mm-hmm. And when you uh, bring faith into that and you bring you uh, follow the leading of the spirit, it, it's it's also simple awareness, letting someone making someone aware mm-hmm. out of love. That's something they did, did may have offended you yeah. versus just holding on to that offense right. and letting it brew. And then that's when you have wounded relationships in the bloodline that never find any resolve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, one way that I know as far as an unhealthy coping skill that, that, that I know that I have is I shut down. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if my feelings are hurt and again this is more so with family relationships because we're more vulnerable with our family than we are with you know co-workers or or other acquaintances um so this is very specific to you know dealing with a close loved one um but I I just shut down and my first response is I want to get away yeah because I've been hurt. I don't want to deal with it any longer. And I need some time to go protect myself and lick my wounds. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I took some time and I thought about that. And I was like, okay, how do I apply that? How do I say that we're, you know, this is where the enemy has his hand in something, something has been, you know, broken or destroyed. And, you know, how do you apply the, the you know precepts and the teachings of of Jesus Christ to fix that and I was thinking and this um verse came to mind Ecclesiastes 4 12 a person standing alone can be attacked and defeated but two can stand back to back and conquer mm-hmm. three are even better for a triple braided cord is not easily broken so yes. the enemy wants to kill steal and destroy right So the enemy wants me to shut down. The enemy wants me to say, I need to get away because you've hurt me and I need to leave. But how do you take that moment and make it into something better if you're you're separating yourself, you're dividing yourself and you're going alone so that the enemy can win? Yeah. So that is definitely my biggest (laughs) uh, defense mechanism. Um, Can you think of anything that's like a go-to for you whenever you're hurt or you feel like communication is just, that's it. Like, I got a break from this. (laughs) Yes. And see, I'm the opposite. I got to talk. Like, if I care (laughs) about you, we're going to discuss this. (laughs) Okay. Okay. If I don't talk to you or even try to come to resolve, then pretty much, you know, it's, there's, there's nothing there. So, um, for, for friends that are close to me and, and loved ones that are close to me, I care enough to 
come to you and discuss Mm -hmm. a situation in the hopes that we can resolve and we can move forward. If it's someone that I don't have any relationship with, Mm -hmm. you know, and I, and I have gotten much, so much better with this, you know, God has really, um, taught me how to bridle my tongue because I used to be so straightforward mm-hmm. like you were going to be true even, even if you didn't want to hear it and it wasn't <laughs> out of love you know what I'm saying <laughs> like your feelings just going to be hurt today yeah um but if if now like if I even if I don't have a relationship I don't waste a lot of time and energy mm-hmm. uh with that person you know but if I do have a relationship, I do believe that relationships need to be nurtured, whether it's a spouse, whether it's a, a friend, mm-hmm. whether it's a family member um, that you're close to and just been offended by. Um, I, I'm yeah. big on discussing things because I've, I've done the thing in the past where I shut down. Yeah. Pretty much it's those walls go up, girl. And just like you, you were talking about how the enemies, he, he has a primary goal. Yeah, and one of the primary um, tactics that he used a lot in in a lot of things in this world is division. Yes, absolutely. And if he can divide, then he can conquer, right? Yes. And our our current society can take a page from that. Absolutely, book. absolutely, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And so, um, it goes back to having <clears throat> recognizing the source again. We, we're back to that, recognizing who he is, his mm-hmm. purpose, and also recognizing who I am in Christ and, and Christ's purpose for my life and for his body, right? And so um, communication is key when it mm-hmm. comes to relationships that you truly value. Those yeah. relationships need to be nurtured and that includes communication, not allowing the enemy to come in and do what he, he is trying to do. Right. Um, I was recently watching, which is funny that it goes hand in hand with what we're talking about. I was watching a YouTube clip from the 700 club and they do like these interviews with um, couples and, Mm -hmm. you know, just about um, mending their relationships. And there was a husband and a wife and they were asking them, um, you know, kind of the same thing. Like what was their communication pitfall or what was something in their relationship they felt like was a, was a huge um, deal. And so the wife in particular said that, she didn't really understand exactly what she needed to do differently in her relationship, but they just were not getting along well. So Mm -hmm. she did fast. And um, she said when she was done with this fast, um, what she calls her turnaround time. She, and she said, my quote unquote, we've coined it my turnaround time, which is from whenever she's offended and she's mad until she is ready to actually talk to her husband again. (laughs) (laughs) And she said that her turnaround time was about two or three days. Yeah. And um, she said that after she did this fast, because she did not know what she was fasting for. She was just fasting for her relationship, but she didn't know what to fix, you know. Mm-hmm. And she said after she did this fast, God just opened up something inside of her to allow her to break down those walls. And she said her turnaround time, you know, got to the same day and then, you know, within the next few hours and then to I just need a couple of minutes. OK, let's talk about this. That's good. So, yeah. So, you so know, good. 
So that to me right there shows you that, yes, communication is key. You know, how do we come together? How are there two or more gathered in his name? And so there he is if we're separating and dividing and, and not talking things through. Absolutely. And that's so good because me and her turn around, me and her turnaround were, were the same. And, <laughs> and my turnaround would occur because my husband was shut down and mm, yeah. I felt rejected. And that's when my turnaround would hit where I, we would go days without speaking. And I remember years ago, we it, it was like that. And it was the most miserable time of my life because I'm the one that needs to talk. Mm-hmm. But because I was so stubborn when he was shut down, I would shut down purposely. And we both yeah. just wouldn't talk. <laughs> yeah, and girl. The enemy was, if he can divide, right, he can conquer. And when I realized what was happening in my marriage years ago, you know, I, I asked God to teach me mm-hmm. how to communicate. How to communicate to where when I would speak, that he would be receptive to what I had to say. Also, how to know when is the proper time to communicate and when is the the proper time to be quiet. And that's going to be a whole nother podcast. Yeah. Learning those skills, because communication is a skill. And when it comes to relationships, especially in marriage, you know, a lot of, a lot of divorces happen because lack of skill yeah I mean love would not get you will not keep a marriage alone because there's a lot of people that love each other but are divorced they lack the skill for communication uh, and other skills in a marriage they are where they are today you know but communication you will see a lot in relationships is always one of the number one things that and money (laughs) yeah why things go south that's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. And so I guess it's also something to be said for, you know, because we're all different and we all have different um, coping mechanisms and the ways that we, you know, deal with hurt or pain or rejection, then I guess, you know, patience would also be important because just because one person works one way doesn't mean the other one does and maybe they both need to be on the same page about it but how do you get to the point you know where you have a happy medium if you are also not patient with your spouse in in their journey you know and trying to improve so good absolutely well (laughs) (laughs) that is this was a really great topic and um Communicating when it comes to family members is something that's going to always be ongoing. It should be a skill we are always striving to master, especially when it comes to relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I hope that we we all continue to pursue that skill so that we can communicate in love um, towards one another. Yes. Anything else? No. Um that sounds good to me. I mean, we had a we had a really good topic and I know on on every topic that we choose, we could go on and on and on, but I'm sure people don't want to hear us for the next 3 hours. So <laughs> So I'll just call you after, right? Okay, that sounds good. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we hope that you guys enjoyed our discussion today um, on our podcast. And we hope that you'll continue to join us weekly as we explore together the faith experience.